Welcome back to Hockey Prospect Radio. Here's Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. It's Hockey Prospect Radio brought to you by Fractal Hockey Consulting. Through an integrated series of best business practices, they design solutions for hockey operations and hockey business operations. Happy to bring on Jason Bukula from the Pro Hockey Group and Sportsnet. We're going to talk about the 2024 draft as well. So let's talk about some high-end forwards that we're not sure at this time where they're going to be drafted, but certainly I expect all three of these guys to be drafted in the first round. Right off the top, Ivan Debendoff, thoughts on him, Books, from you know the beginning of the season as he's progressed past Christmas. I always find like the advantage for him is because he was a late birthday, and you know both Brad and I talked about this is such a really young draft. A lot of the players are April, Mayborn, or later, and he yeah. has the advantage of of having that extra time. Has that time do you think helped him? And also the fact that. You know, he's playing against, you know, in many cases, men um, and can play against men even at a young age. It, he's been pretty impre- impressive so far this season. Yeah, he's been great. I mean, he, he suffered a setback, right, in the fall when he's playing in the KHL um, for Scott. He had suffered a knee injury that uh, he missed uh, some significant time, but he's come back uh, healthy and they've uh, actually uh, in recent weeks, he's been playing at the MHL level, which is as you know, Russia's version of the um, of major junior hockey over there, if, if you want to call it that. Um, it kind of goes, well, it does go KHL, VHL, which is like their second division. And then, uh, you know, these kids that are playing in the MHL. Anyways, uh, 23 games played, 45 points at the MHL level. He's just, uh, he's been on a heater. I mean, there was a 10-game segment there where he was, I think he scored 22 points in 10 games, and he was like plus 22 over the same period of time. So, Elite offensive talent, uh, you know, he plays uh, bigger than his list size. And what I mean by that is that he takes pucks to the net off the rush. He goes to the middle of the ice, makes plays, uh, exceptional release. This kid's uh, this kid does it all uh, in transition, off the rush, off the flank, you name it. They run a lot of set plays through him where he kind of cycles off the half wall and ends up in the middle of the ice and he one-times pucks. So uh, pure offense. Um like him a lot, like his engine, and he's on the uptick. I mean, the Celebrini kid just doesn't slow down, uh, which is just the reality of it. Uh, so he's not going to catch him. But for me, Demidov is uh, solid in the in the two hole for me right now. Jason, talent wise, where would you rank him pound for pound in this draft? Uh, well, he's absolutely the second most talented player in the draft for me. There's there's no question about it. Uh, you know, he's just, uh, you know, last year, Mitch Goff got a lot of love and a lot of momentum. Um, this guy, for me, plays the game with more detail um, than Mitch Goff does. Mitch Goff has a little bit of that uh, offensive cheating in him sometimes. Uh, when he's on, he's on. He's fantastic. We all know that. But this guy here, he uh, he plays with more complete compete. And he goes to get pucks first uh, to extend plays, even at the KHL level. Jason, do you think that? that makes his floor just that much more palatable to NHL teams when you're going to take somebody in the top three, because you can go on pure talent, but if that floor is high, really high too, and it's, it's just kind of like a safety net for NHL teams. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Um, So that's, that's absolutely how I'm thinking on it. Like his floor is so high that at worst he's a two and a half because he plays the game the right way. He's not just offense. Like, he'll track for you, too. Like, he'll play up and down the ice. 
but this is a top six forward at the NHL down the road, uh, in my estimation. So high floor, exceptionally high ceiling. Uh, we'll see where it goes. Let's talk about TJ Ginla. I watching him, I just see playoff player. I yeah. like I'm not even concerned about who's playing or when when it is. Every time he steps on the ice, it's like he's in a playoff game. And those are the kind of but we talk about the floor. This guy may have of all the like other all the forwards other than Celebrini have the best floor to for me because He's a guy who I think can adapt in the playoffs when things get rough and it's not going to phase him what one iota. So I don't think he's going to have that drop off of production, whether it, he has the puck or he doesn't. And I'm talking about production away from the puck as well. I, I think in terms of a forward, he's obviously not as flashy as Ivan, but there's a lot of substance in his game that I appreciate. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he bleeds character. Um, my my colleague Sam Cosentino and I had a chance to interview him there at the uh, Top Prospects game uh, that you're at as well. There, Shane, and uh, you know he's he's riding a wave of momentum. There's no doubt about that. But it's it's something that he's earned. You know, it's not been given. And you know, the last name could have potentially given him a little bit more runway than other prospects, if you will. And that's exactly the opposite for for Teach. Um, Goal scorer, I think he's going to eclipse 50 goals here in the WHL, which his dad didn't do in his draft year. So puts it in a little bit of perspective. Now, listen, let's let's be realistic. Is his dad was obviously an exceptional player, uh, but this guy here he makes people around him better. Like, and he's super smart. So when when plays break down in transition, for example, uh, instead of just rifling it in to a corner and maybe having to engage one versus two on the forecheck. He puts pucks in areas where other his line mates can skate onto it for one-on-one battles, or they can go find it in, in open space. Um, if he's the guy that's got to chip it to himself because things break down, uh, he's plenty heavy, hard enough to go down there and and you know knock a guy off the puck, and he's got great leverage. So, um, common. I'm not going to call him a power forward. I'm going to call him really sturdy, uh, exceptional release. Uh, I think he leads by example, Shane. To your point. Um, and, uh, after talking with them and, you know, spending some time with them, you can just see how driven this kid is. Let's talk about Cole Eisenman, uh, another top, you know, top skilled forward in this year's draft, because I think each one of these players has, it plays a different style, although they do produce offense just in some different ways in terms of Eisenman. My thoughts on him is clearly he's a goal scorer. Clearly he can score from a variety of different areas. But then my thoughts are, and it's not a negative, but I have to think about when he doesn't, when the puck doesn't hit his stick, what's he going to do for you away from the puck? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, when his line mates, when his line mates have the puck, now what is he doing to make, help his team win other than scoring goals? Or is it just scoring goals, which is fine. Right, because that's such a it's a great thing to have, and very few every team is like scouring for it. But from your thoughts, like, are there other tools in the toolbox that'll end up becoming good at the NHL level? I like how you position that because that's really what you need him to be. Right, is just average at everything else because his elite element obviously stands out. This kid absolutely rips pucks. He's a gifted goal scorer. You need to score goals to win games. Um, as I dummy down the conversation here, but. He's a work in progress in the other areas that you're discussing. I mean, his off-the-puck detail, his offensive zone exits when 
when things break down for his group, um, he's starting to understand that he's got to he's got to have more jump to get back and involved and assist in the in the back check or at least be involved defensively as well and not arrive late. You guys get my drift. Like you know, he can't arrive late. He's got to arrive on time. Um, so he's he's working harder at it. I see that he's working harder at it. He's not quite there. He needs to be coached up. And what I mean by that is that when he does get there, now he's got to identify what he actually has to do. Um, but he's never going to be anything better than average on the defensive side. That's just the way it is. Um, he's got a little bit more uh, interior game that I noticed. The last week at the Five Nations in Plymouth, I noticed that a little bit more. Um, but his element, Shane, is, is pure goal scorer, pure shooter, and you're banking on that. Here's my, here's my dilemma. Is he going to be Arthur Kaliev with the LA Kings? When he's scoring, you love him. When he's not, you know, he's he's in the doghouse. Or is he going to, you know, take it to a level where, um, like we drafted Owen Tippett in Florida back in the day, and it took Tip some time to, to understand how to play, and he was an elite shooter, still is. Um, he might be a slow burn like that at the NHL level, but his element is, uh, is absolutely goal scoring. So hopefully he can elevate to average, average plus in the other areas. When you contrast him to Owen Tippett, what were some of the differences and similarities to you uh, since since you did draft him? Do you see do you see a similar player there, or is there enough contrast there? Well, when Tip uh, was engaged in the harder areas along the wall down low, it wasn't you know he obviously was a guy that, that kind of hovered and found ice in the slot area. But when Tip was engaged in those other areas, he's a heavier set guy. Like he's Eiserman has weight, but Tip was like a like. He's, you know, he's a bull that way. Like he's hard to knock off a puck when he shields it down low. He's really sturdy. So there's a little bit of a difference there. And the other, the other thing I would say, Eisenman's plenty quick and he can play the game fast, but when tip was up, up to speed, like when he loaded down low in his zone to attack off the rush on his own, like if he saw a lane all the way up the right or left flank, I mean, he was shot out of a can and, and he had that extra gear. So there's a little bit of a difference that way. Yeah. It's interesting to see how this is going to, as we get through the next, two and a half months of what's left in the hockey season, see how that if any pressure amps up on the players individually to see if there's any, you know, improvement in certain areas in, in, in their game overall, but we're going to take a short break. Stay tuned. We'll continue with this discussion right after these messages. Every play, every stat, every breakdown on their own, they're essential, but all together they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. 
Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at FractalHockey.com. 